This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Right, here we go, let's do this, what do you say on a, uh, huh, Friday. It's just Friday, it's not a football Friday. The Eddie Scazzeri, what's up? Al Jackson Dukes, how you be? Good morning, Jerry. There's a weird thing, you know, I make a coffee every morning, five, right, about five to five. Yeah. Five to five, I go back there, Jerry, I get to make the freshest cup of coffee you can find. Very strange thing's been happening. And this has to be somebody who's creating and making coffee either in the overnight or the last person at night who's doing it. You know how, like, if you go to make a pot of coffee, Jerry, you 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 dump out the old, the old part, the old. Uh, yeah, I understand how it works. The yes. grounds, right? You understand how it works, but somebody doesn't. What, are they just adding grounds to the old ones? They're taking a filter, putting it in on the top of the old grounds. Oh, God. And then adding more coffee. Maybe it makes it stronger. I don't know what is going on here. <laughs> that is weird. Because every time I, I go to dump it, I'm like, this is extremely heavy. Yeah. And then I looked. They're they're just piling on filters and more uh, grounds. Well, maybe you need to have a, um, a coffee instruction class with them. Oh, my goodness. Go teach them how to make coffee. Which, by the way, until this, I yeah. never made coffee once in my life. What do you mean? Well, how do you, K-cups and instant coffee. Prior to the invention of K-cups, you were having instant coffee? Always. I've always told you that. Folgers mm. crystals. <laughs> yeah. You would have loved Sanka if you were my grandmother's right. age. We grew up with Sanka in the house with my parents. Yeah. Absolutely. I would never, but I was, you got to remember, I never really was a, much of a coffee drinker I until see. I think I was 20, 25. And at that point, all I saw was instant decaf Sanka in the house. Yeah. My wife never, my wife didn't start drinking coffee probably until about, I would say, ten years ago. So I was the only one that had it. What was I making a pot of coffee for? That's true. I was never 20, I was twenty seven when I first had coffee. Okay. And back then, I would pile a, a girlfriend of mine at the time, Cheryl. She would uh, just. Pour the sugar in there, Jerry. It yeah. Was ju- and I was like, coffee's delicious. It is delicious. <laughs> well, and when I first started drinking coffee, uh, I would go the light and sweet route. Yeah, light and sweet. Until I went in once and saw how much sugar they put in it. 
I almost fell down. Yeah. I'm like, whose is that? They're like, this is yours, sir. This I'm is like, yours. What? Light and sweet. I can't Seven, drink this anymore. 17 scoops of sugar. It ain't 17, but I'll tell you what, you ain't, you ain't far off. It's probably like five gigantic scoops of sugar. Oh, yeah. Heaping. They call oh, those heaping. Oh, my God. Yeah. I thought of an idea, Jerry. You know how, like, uh, like I grew up listening to Howard Stern. A lot of people loved Howard Stern. And uh, back then, like, if you loved Howard Stern, you hated everybody else because he, he just would say everybody was ripping him off. Right. Right. This guy's ripping me off. I think I've That's heard that around here a few times. Yeah. Craig's a big you're ripping me off guy. Oh. <laughs> he likes that. <laughs> but I thought, why not just say we're ripping him off and do one of his bits? Like, I had an idea, Jerry. See if you're interested in doing this. I don't need a whack pack. No, no, no. Oh. Alan Jerry's Butt Bongo Fiesta. <laughs> Is that what you're on? By the way, we could do that. They have new jean thongs out. Do you think your wife would say something to you if she got word that you were doing Alan Jerry's Butt Bongo Fiesta and we were bringing um, women, volunteer women into the studio? I think, no. We would play songs on their butts. I don't think she'd love it. <laughs> And I know your girlfriend. You ain't doing oh, it. Oh, that's got no shot. You've got. Happen. I mean, you got less than no shot. Right. It's not even a thought. Yeah. Well, actually, unless you want to break up with her in a way where she breaks up with you, then do it. Listen, this is my career. Right. Exactly. Right now, I've got to do butt bongo fiesta. I always wondered, like, what his real. And I know he got divorced. Yeah. I always wondered how, like, how difficult that relationship had to have been when you went home after some of these crazy shows that he did. And I saw the movie, and I'm sure there was a lot of truth in the movie. Yeah. But that had to have been dead. It is. He's got daughters that are young right. and got to be weird. Right. Playing Butt Bongo Fiesta. Like, that was an actual. He then put a, a VHS tape out of Butt Bongo Fiesta. Yes. I know. You actually and told me about it. this a couple of years ago during a podcast. Yeah. And I Googled it and realized shouldn't be Googling that at work. Butt Bongo Fiesta. Because there are video. People have put the videos out. Like, yeah. they've taped it and put them on YouTube. And then I remember hearing way back then that. Howard Stern ripped off Butt Bongo Fiesta from these dudes in in uh, St. Louis. Okay. That's what they claim. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, there's only so many ideas you can come up with. That's you what know? I'm saying. You and I just say. Right. Alan I have no Jerry's problem with that. Butt Bongo Fiesta. What do they say? Imitation is the best form of flattery? Mm-hmm. That's fine. Exactly Let's Jerry. rip people off. Yes. That's fine with me. Alan Jerry's Butt Bongo Fiesta. What can we, we've already ripped off Pharrell numerous times. We do the shake it up and all that stuff. Now we rip off Stern. Works for me. Well, that's more of an homage. Like we, instead of saying we're ripping off, we go an homage. Fair, fine, whatever you want to call it. Works for me. How about this? Alan Jerry's Bud Bongo Fiesta. What did I say? Live. No, no, no. The the homage. Yeah, Alan Jerry's Bud Bongo Fiesta. An homage to Howard Stern. Great. Let me know when the girls are coming in. Or we could just have Eddie take his pants down and we could do I'm his not ass. butt-bongling Eddie's butt. <laughs> well, I mean. Come on, Jerry. I did see in the in the, in the the elevator that the whole work spouse thing is supposed to make you a happier person. Just start smacking his ass. Smacking Eddie's butt. That's all. That was funny, too. Like, back then, there was a line of women interested in coming in and getting their butts smacked. Yeah, they were hoping to become stars. Now you just have to go on the internet, Jerry. Become your own star. Mm, I actually feel like that's hurt them in that way. There's too many. There's too many stars. Yeah, there's too many outlets for people to put themselves out there. You're like one in a million now, which is why the Pamela Anderson story to me is remarkable, seeing how she was just put on a jumbotron and people were like, that's her. Yes. Like, as opposed to the other gorgeous women that are yeah. in the stadium, 
Really, it is amazing, that story. She was glowing, Jerry. She, yeah, she had was. a glow about her. So much so that she actually didn't even go meet the people at Playboy, and they went for her. Yeah. Like, they went after her. Yes. Pretty pretty remarkable. I actually picked up the Pam Anderson autobiography in the bookstore. I was like, do I want... She's I... got a book out? Yeah. Like, recent? Yeah, it just came out. No, okay. See, I would read that. I was like, I think I'm interested in this. The, the, <laughs> what I'd be curious about, though, is you just watch the documentary know, that like, she talked through. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How right? much more could possibly be in it? But then again, she's had quite the life. Yeah. And uh, you'll be uh, shocked to know it's not a very thick book, Jerry. It looks very readable for See, me. See, I would think it would be. Very readable Can you for get me. it with the uh, the Cliff Note version, that no, app you got? They don't have Why it not? on there. It's not on there. Well, let's go. What are you paying for? Mm-hmm. I mean, geez. Okay. I had a question for you, Jerry. This is sports-related, believe it or not, because we do do a sports show, Jerry. There's a lot going on, man. we got to get to stuff. I cannot have you talking about Butt Bongo Fiesta all morning. When you just I've got did. Sports, you brought it up. When i got sports to get to. Yeah, whatever. That guy, Super 70s Sports on Twitter. Yeah. He put out a picture of, uh, it was the dude who invented basketball. Mm-hmm. What was his name? Naismith. Naismith. And he's holding a, uh, like a, an, a basket that we put apples in. Mm-hmm. And his grandmother is shooting the ball into it. And I thought, if that guy saw basketball today, that's got to be the furthest thing. I was trying to think, like, what sport when it first started looks nothing like what it is today. Basketball's got to be number one. This dude was holding an actual basket. I would think, actually, I would think all of them. They all look weird, except baseball, I, I think. No, I don't think so, because I still think the idea of baseball was not to strike the batter out. I still think the idea of baseball was to float the ball up there and then play the game. And there now, was only strikeouts in, in case you were so bad you couldn't hit. It was like, let's move on to I the next guy. I think so. Plus, they were wearing suits to play. <laughs> they were trading gloves, leaving the glove in the outfield. I don't know. I would think baseball player, like if someone from 1900 came back and yeah. saw the game now, I think they'd be blown away. I think football for sure. They didn't throw the ball when football began. Right. They were just, that was like when I was in high school. All, every high school game I went to, all they did was everybody just ran the yeah, football. Because they weren't capable of it. Uh, for real. Like, I mean, again, I played high school, I played quarterback in high school for like four games. I think I threw in four games. I think the most passes I threw in a game was six times. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Nothing else. It was hand off, hand off, hand off, hand off. Oh, we get to throw the ball. Great. Because I had no arm. So that's why high school football. But I think football is different. Hockey's different with the speed, the equipment now. They, remember, goalies didn't wear masks. Yeah, I want to bring that back. Could you imagine being a goalie? Yeah. Why I would not? watch that. Fine. You go first. <laughs> Fire away at Al. <laughs> The NHL this season is doing no could masks you Im- for goalies. Could you imagine Yeah, a puck coming at you at 140 miles an hour with a guy screening you? And stopping it with your teeth. One moment you're standing there, the next moment you're unconscious on the ice, bleeding out your eyeballs. Yeah, you're dead. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, at this point, because they, they definitely hit the puck harder than they used to. The equipment's better. They're stronger, faster. Like this uh, Naismith guy who invented basketball, there's no... If he would have seen people jamming slam dunk, he'd be like, "No, you don't jam it." Well, in. It a, it, you couldn't until you, the nineteen late seventies. Who it wasn't decided allowed. that? What it was a rule. They'd be like, "You know what? You could just jam it in there if you want." I don't know who actually changed the rule, yeah. but for the longest time, a dunk was an illegal play. Right? Did you know that? I did not know. Yeah. And at some point, they're like, "What if I got so close to the basket, I just shove it in there easily?" Well, I, I'm sure that's partly how it happened. I would think guys. Just, 
it got so tall, they were just dropping it in. Right. It's too. We know. got too many tall guys now. We got to raise the the rims. It was probably illegal because they were worried they'd rip the basket down. Right. Or they probably just couldn't get to it. Oh, that too. Correct. But it was an illegal play for a long time. Yeah. I like now, to bring that back. All right. So here's what we need to well, change. How, how do you think the dunk contest went in 1910, uh, 1910, 1908? <laughs> the NBA dunk t- contest? Probably not great. <laughs> no, probably not exciting. <laughs> They're all-star weekend. <laughs> so basketball, we got to eliminate dunks. Uh, eliminate dunks? No, they want to raise the net to 12 feet. Oh, 12 feet. We're not eliminating dunks. Not eliminate dunks. Good point. Uh, hockey, no more masks for goalies. No, we're putting, no, they, they're wearing masks, you idiot. Come on now. You and, make the net bigger, you could do that. And football, not only six passes a game. No one wants to see that. I don't know, Jerry. Nobody wants to see that. I think Th- we're those on to games something. are awful. Oh. They're boring as hell. Yeah. Come on now. That's what you think. Plus, if we're going to start doing pay per view for $250 for the Super Bowl, uh, throw the ball. Let's yeah. go. What are your thoughts on that one, Jerry? I think so. The, this was like, this was John Skipper. John Skipper, who, who is does the, he work for? Now? Is he ESPN? No, Disney. No, Where's he at? No, Fox. He's, NBC. He's gone. <laughs> no, he's at one of these fugazi places. Okay. Former ESPN had John Skipper was on Jerry. Two B TV. <laughs> he was on the Big Suey podcast. What the hell is that? I don't know. It's on. It's on the Dan Lebitard Radio Network. Oh, okay. Where it's, uh podcast network? He said that the Super Bowl should go to a pay per view model and charge. Two hundred to two hundred fifty dollars for the game. By the way, that's a terrible. He's idea. a partner with Levitard. Oh, he works for with him. They created Metal Arc Media. That's what I mean. Well, whatever. I mean, there's he's uh, he was the, so it wasn't ESPN. His last thing was DAZN. 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 Yeah. Duh. Here's what I Zone. think. He said one of the things I read was all it will do is promote bigger parties, but you'll probably get. Half the amount of half half the amount of buys, but if you multiply that times two hundred and fifty dollars, right? So the money would be was, insane. His suggestion would be was that the money that they make would be better, but you'd have less people watching. See, right? I well, I don't know about that because I, I think people are going to end up going to parties and bars. I think there's a lot of people who'd be like two hundred fifty dollars, get lost. Yeah, maybe. Like if it was two hundred fifty dollars, I wouldn't watch this year. You barely I watch to... now, and it's free. I mean, come on. Very rude, Jerry. What, what are we talking about Very here? rude. <laughs> no, it's, it, that's true. When Which you say barely fine. watched, one half, that sounds like watching quite a lot. So they had <laughs> they had a 216 million, no, was 116 million viewers there estimating. Yeah. So if we cut that in half and we go 58 million, how the hell do I time multiply 58 million? 58, 1, 2, 3. It's a so lot of zeros. 580,000, 5, 8, uh, that's all right. So fifty-eight million times two hundred and fifty dollars. My God, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it's fourteen and a half billion dollars. Right. Well, don't Are do we it, serious? Don't do it next year. We got a CBS Super Bowl, and I want to go to that. How about they do that and they announce they're going to give half of it to the homeless? All right. Or to the hungry. Or what? Did you mention the homeless? Yes. Okay. Or to the homeless. You realize? Yeah. Or the hungry. That's a political topic. But yes, that would be interesting. Yeah, I know what you're saying, Jerry. I mean, we we were planning on watching the Super Bowl at home because I was exhausted from the week. We wound up running around the corner to a friend's house for the first quarter and whatever, maybe even the first half. There were probably there were probably 25 people there. So in that case, $250 is you know, 25 people watching. What about this? You charge the $250, but then I have a party and I charge people to come through the door. $5. You could do that. Right? 
Yeah. I make money. I don't know if that's legal, but I don't know that it's not. I don't know that it's illegal either. Oh, it's legal, Jeff. Now, are you going to open that legal. up to all the uh, people in Bradley Beach? No, 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 I'm saying, like, I invite my family over, $5. You're not charging your mom $5 to watch the Super Bowl, you Oh, she's skate. got it, Jerry. Knock it off. Stop she's it. got $5. Stop it, stop and it, stop it. she owes me if she's going to watch. Remember in high school, like senior year of high school or in college, you used to have, well, I don't know if you did, but you would have parties or go to parties, and they'd be charging $5 for a red Solo cup because the, uh, the beer keg was in the back? Uh, this is sad, Jerry, but I have never been. Come a high on. school or college party. <laughs> Come on. Wait, time out. You went you were away at Indiana State. You yeah. never went to a college party? Like at, at a place that wasn't a bar? Yes. We, no. A party. Nope. No parties. Loser. Yeah. You never went to one party. I did not go to any party. How was that possible? I don't know. Were you not invited? I was not invited. I wasn't aware there there even were parties. Oh, I feel so bad for you. Who's having all these parties? Oh, I don't know. Half the student body. Not one party. I never... Senior year of high school, you weren't invited to a party. No. Boy, you and Paul were some sort of losers. Come on. Paul was my non-high school friend, but but my friends John and Steve in high school, no parties. Neither of us. Zero parties. Zero drinks, zero parties, zero But you knew about them. No. Oh, no. was I aware parties existed? Yes, I did. Right. Hear. So in a lot of cases, you just show up. It's a big party. You never went to one. No, you just show up to a cool yeah. kid party, and I show up. Yeah, no way. They were usually open parties. You I go in the backyard. So. You pay your five bucks. You get your red solo cup. Oh come on, red solo cup! <laughs> I fill you up. By the way, I never knew that, that was an actual song. <laughs> you thought it was my Tony Romo yeah. you suck song? Yeah, I no. didn't realize that. Toby Keith. I had no idea. Red Solo All Cup. Right. Wow. I'm, I'm, we're going to have a party. We're going to invite you. And you're going to pay $5 at the okay. door. We're going to give you a Red Solo Cup. We'll play some beer pong. You've surely done that. Uh, yes, but okay. I was post 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I don't know that I played beer pong young either. But <laughs> yeah. what about the uh, ladder ball? You played that? Oh, I love ladder ball. Right. So those are things you would do at these parties. Okay. Play a little poker. I did not play poker. I do not know the rules of poker, and I therefore don't get Even involved. Even on your phone, like Joker yeah. poker. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know the rules. That's why you play. You I learn. don't know like what beats what. You must be a roulette guy. Yeah, I love roulette. I know that I could understand. <laughs> right, money on a number. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the one I can't figure. I cannot figure out craps to save my Me life. Me neither. I've tried. I actually at Tropicana two summers ago. There was a table that was open at like five o'clock on a Friday before the rush. So me and a friend of mine, we went over, and the the dealer, or whatever you call him, was actually explaining the game to us. Yeah. Could not process it. I don't know. I just didn't get it. And that looks like... It looks fun. Oh, such a blast. I know. It looks fun. People are cheering. There's high-fiving going on. They're blowing on the dice. I actually wonder how many people around the table know what the hell they're betting on. Yeah, I don't know. I, me neither. But I feel like that way even in like to sit down at a blackjack table in a city. Get. I get blackjack. Because I don't want to hit when I shouldn't hit or st- yeah. then you screw up the I other people's cards and they get angry with you. Yeah, that, I saw someone get punched in the face. No, see, I don't want At Mohegan Sun. I don't want to get punched in the well, face. Well, the guy was being rude, number one. Number two, the other guy was ornery. And then it just it was combustible. So it was ornery versus yeah. rude. Boom. Yes. I was my, my Dallin Cuff, who's at ESPN now, was my partner. He was playing. He was at the table. We witnessed the entire thing. And you guys First just... time I ever saw someone get, like, knocked out right in front of me. Uh, security? <laughs> it was like, wow. And they just kept playing. <laughs> Keep dealing. Funny. Keep dealing. All right, quick break. 520, just getting started. It is a 
Friday, our first non-football Friday since the Super Bowl. Boomer and Geo, 6 o'clock on The Fan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 526, in just a moment, we're going to put a bow on the NFL season. But one thing that uh, struck me during the break, Al, you love uh, a good crime documentary. I sure do. Now, I see that there's one coming out on Netflix that looks really good that I meant to tell you about, but whatever. But I was looking at the Odyssey podcasts on the Odyssey website. Mm -hmm. There's a whole slew of crime podcasts that might be right up your alley. I'll just give you a couple of them real quick. Crime Junkies. Seems kind of cool. Uh, My Life of Crime, that's another one. There's one, uh, Ellen Solves the Case, okay. And then one that might be cool, too, called Small Town Dicks. Oh, I see. So perhaps you can start listening to these and give us a review every week. I have tried listening to uh, True Crime podcasts. Doesn't work for you? Doesn't work for me. I love true crime documentaries and like TV shows on ID Channel. But for some reason, and I have tried the very... And you love listening. That's interesting. I've tried the very popular crime podcast. It sounds like they're reading mm. their show, which I... I in which, my For a podcast, I like a casual conversation. The, and that probably is the case. Yeah. For times... Well, then again, podcasts go on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. Some of them. Eh, whatever. Anyway, if you change your mind, Odyssey's got a boatload of true crime podcast oh. for you where you can be the hero that's of a, your own story. That's a nice plug uh, for the Odyssey podcast. Well, I was, I was on the Odyssey website looking for our podcast. How'd that go? A little trouble finding it. <laughs> but it, I know it's there. Just search us, Alan Jerry. All right, so it's 528. The Super Bowl did end uh, the season on Sunday. And you know how, like, when the college basketball season ends, the next day, what do we get? Where the college football season ends, we get the rankings, the preseason rankings for next year. Yeah. Sometimes when the NFL season ends, they immediately get, or after the draft ends, we get the draft for next year, the mock draft from Mel Kuyper Jr. Well, the NFL season's over. And for me, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. But for the guy across from me to my left, he likes to root for different teams. And every week, they change. So right here, right now, and we'll revisit this in June, 
when we see who signs where. <laughs> We're going to get the off-season fraudulent list of five favorite teams. Thank you, Jay. These are the teams that I will be rooting for once the NFL season starts. Maybe. As of today, February <laughs> 17th, 2023. Let's see where Aaron Rodgers goes. <laughs> that could change, Jerry. Yes, it could. But right now, as we sit here, and the NFL season is months and months away, these are the teams I'll currently be rooting for when the season begins. I'll, did you just hear yourself? Yes. That um, I'll currently be rooting for when the season begins eight months from now. That's correct, Jerry. <laughs> You've heard that perfectly. Number one, Dallas Cowboys. They're my number one team right now. This is who I'm rooting for. Although. We don't want you. I've decided what? I don't want you anymore. Oh, is that right? I don't want you. No. Interesting. Pick another team. That's out. If they're out. I could pick some rude pick teams. You want. You, You've Jerry. picked the Eagles for Christ's sake this season. One time. What difference? Is, one time one is time. one time too many. One time I got caught up in the Jalen Hurts <laughs> stuff. Number you're, two. You've actually rooted for mm-hmm. the Eagles, the Giants, and Washington all in the same year, <laughs> and the 49ers. It's a long season, Jerry. yeah. I yeah. Especially once they added that to 17th game. So I speak on behalf of the Jones family, and Stephen is his son. We don't want you. Well, right now you got me. Don't Number one, you. Cowboys. Number Not two, and this could change, Jerry. I'm rooting hard for the New York Jets. <laughs> I figured. That, that makes change. sense. What happens if Zach Wilson is the starter week one? But that's going to change. <laughs> that is 100% going to change. What if Ryan Tannehill's the starter? Also going to change. <laughs> Here's who I need to be the starter. Rodgers, Carr, Mike White. Okay, and then you will be a Jet fan when the season begins. Correct. Fair enough. Number three. New York Giants. I'm rooting for them. I know you are. They kept Kafka. They kept Wink Martindale. Uh, Eddie and I got to speak with Mr. Brian Dayball in the airport. You're friends forever. We're friends forever, probably. You see, he said he hired a son. Yeah, I got to get to that. I, I'm not that sure. Makes I, sense. I'm a lot not of sure guys I like this. Or incesticide. I like it. It's incesticide. No, exactly. it happens all over the place. Well, incesticide. Mike Zimmer Jerry? did it in Minnesota. Belichick has done it in New England. Yeah, I don't care for the Belichick one. Well, well, that needs to be a whole segment, Jerry. Fair enough. Jerry had that slated for 5.30 to 6 o'clock, a whole 30 minutes of that. Please. Uh, number four, Kansas City Chiefs, Jerry. Well, they won the Super Bowl, of course. You but I've been rooting runner. for them all season long. You all. have. that, Yes. But the fact that they're on the list makes perfect sense for me. My fifth team is really going to surprise you. Ooh, can I guess? So let's just go. So it's Cowboys, Jets, Giants, Chiefs. My fifth team will surprise you. Can I give a guess? A team I will be rooting for as of right now, I think, to start the season. I am going to say the Miami Dolphins. Incorrect. The Raiders? Nope. Who? The Arizona Cardinals. That great toss. (laughs) Dork. (laughs) Why, Why the Cardinals? Based on what? My former love of the Cardinals, and I think what Kyler former? Murray. I he's, used to root for the Cardinals hurt. a lot. I have, I have their hats. I but isn't the... Kyler Murray going to be out till like October or November? I didn't read that part. You want to change your fifteen? No. Right now, I'm still rooting for the Cardinals. All right, but okay. Maybe it was my being in Arizona. I don't know what could have done it. Is it the new head coach? Don't. I don't even know From who that is, Jerry. But, I, I mean, I know they have a new head coach. I have no idea who it is. Hmm. That seems like an odd one. So he suffered a torn ACL. Is that bad? And it, uh, it usually means at least a year. Oh. And he injured it in December. So he's mm-hmm. likely out until at least, 
I would think, the end of November. So who's their quarterback? Right. Colt McCoy. I don't know. Uh-oh. So you just picked Listen, the Cardinals, and they have no but, quarterback. But, Jerry, we said we're going to revisit this not in June. I think we revisit this the week of the opening of the NFL season. I think you just picked the Cardinals without Kyler Murray. I think you re- revisit it now. <laughs> I think you should revisit after free agency and then after. Well, I said the, June. That's what I said. I and said after June. the draft. I said okay, in June. Okay, fair enough. So right now, draft. Colt McCoy, as of right now, is their backup quarterback. And then you've got uh, David Blah. Yeah. Yeah, look, this could have been a mistake. And you don't want me on the Cowboy bandwagon? No, I, I don't. need to find two new teams. Correct. I would agree. Shouldn't be hard. Just flip a coin. It's really Actually, not that big a deal. I was looking at the list of NFL teams before I made these, yeah. this decision. I'm not feeling a lot of these teams anymore. I'm not feeling the love like I do the season All right, so let me, give you, let me give you a suggestion, all right? Because knowing you the way I know you, first of all, you want a winner. That's first and foremost. And you also want someone that you can get behind and root for. Correct. All right. So I will throw out a couple of teams. And then you, yes or no. I'm surprised no Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Yeah, I feel like too many people are on their bandwagon. But it's your list. Screw everybody else. It's yeah, your list. But because of that, I'm not feeling Joe right. Burrow. Hence, by the, the way, I don't want you on the Cowboy bandwagon. Get no. off. What about Jacksonville and uh, Trevor Lawrence year two? No. Well, year three, actually. Not year two with Doug Peterson. That there's, doesn't There's still an you. expansion team to me. All right. That rest, boy, that rest of the division is disgusting. Yeah, it's not a lot of good teams. Um, you don't know who's playing quarterback for the Raiders. You don't like Russell Wilson. You're not a, a Justin Herbert fan, so now, that's out. Now, it's eh. interesting you mentioned Russell Wilson because uh, if Rex Ryan goes there. I think he is, by the way. I'm suddenly interested. Yeah, I could see that. I think Rex is going to be offered the job from everything I read yesterday. All right. Doesn't mean that that's... What about Geno and the Seahawks? You you really were a big Geno fan this year. Yeah. I suppose I could get behind them again, but I got to... Like, I gotta, you took a four-win Cardinal team with no quarterback. I know. I took a shot in the dark. Well, you didn't know he was hurt. Sometimes you take a long shot, Jerry. No, that's... They might have the longest odds to win the Super Bowl. Well, I was looking like... You know how I, I love the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. And I don't know what's going to go on down there. In the uh, quarterback situation. Yeah, they but need the, a quarterback. The week they wear, that they announce they're going to wear Bucko Bruce, that'll be on your list. Yes, that'll sure. 100% be on my list. So if I look at the odds right now, and I don't know what, I'm not sure what sports book this is from. Yeah. The two teams that have the worst odds to win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. at plus 20,000. Oh. The Houston Texans and the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> and you I took just a long shot. Them. Now, this is likely to change at some point, Jerry. Now, you took the Chiefs. They're they're right now the favorite to win again. Yeah. So that's fair. That's a good one. What about the Cowboys? They're on my list, and I'm not coming off that team. The Cowboys are, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. They're sixth. Sixth, okay. Yes. The the teams in front of them are the Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Eagles, and Bengals. Who else do you take? The Jets are plus 2,800. Who else do you take? Jets, Giants. Giants are plus 4,000, which I'm surprised. That's significantly lower than the Jets. That's yeah, it doesn't make any range. sense. And who else did you take? I took Cowboys, Jets, Giants, Chiefs, Cardinals. Oh, yeah, and the Cardinals are the worst team in football. Yeah, well. Right, with no quarterback. Did I tell you they have no quarterback? You mentioned. And a new head coach? You did mention that, but we've got a draft. We've got free agency. I heard uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to go there. Well, we well, yeah, please. Maybe and he's going to the Jets. I heard the Jets are getting Aaron Rodgers and Derek Oh, Carr. that would be something. One's going to back up the other one because you can never have too many quarterbacks. That's what I've heard. When we come back. Finally, someone says something that we all thought to be true in the football world. How about that? What a tease, Jerry. How about that? Tease. So don't go anywhere. 
and then a huge Friday show with Boomer and Carton at 6 on the fan. Boomer and Dio. All right, 542. Nice to have you with us. George Thorogood on a Friday as we take you into the weekend. So I saw this story and I thought, finally, finally, someone actually says what I've always wondered and always thought. And that is, we watch NFL football every week. What do you love when you hear about bad weather in Buffalo? I love the idea of watching bad weather in Buffalo. Right. You like frigid temperatures, snow falling. You like a messy monsoon type of game. I certainly do. Enter Justin Fields. All right. He is the Bears quarterback. I don't know how long he's going to be the Bears quarterback. There's reports that they could even trade him. Who knows? We'll see. And they go draft another quarterback. So the Bears have purchased this 360-acre property away from Soldier Field, probably to threaten the city to move. It's in, like, the suburbs I believe, Yeah, I believe so. I think it's, like, a half hour away from where Soldier, Soldier Field is. All right. So there's the thought that they very well could build a new stadium there. Doesn't mean they're going to, but they can. Justin Fields, put a roof. I hate playing in the wind. I hate playing in the cold. Well, you were drafted to the right city, weren't you, Justin? <laughs> what, are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting because – we, I always wonder when guys go out there, you always see, you know, the linemen are out there in short sleeves. The weather's terrible. But then you would see the quarterback with the parka on, you know, standing next to the fire thing, the fire pit that's basically you know, blowing out the heat. Like, it's got to be a miserable experience, but no one ever says it. Yeah, Justin Fields said it. Yeah, which is weird because he's in a city where you you get that for most of the games that a you lot of your them, home yeah. games. Once you hit November, God knows what you're going to get in Chicago. Yeah, and I don't want them. I, I'm sure the players want a dome, or some of the players, wuss players like Justin Fields. <laughs> but that's part of the it's part fan, of the game. It's part of the game. It's part of the fan experience as well. Like there are, I don't see like uh, uh, what's the fellow up in there in Buffalo? You just mentioned. I have Josh no Allen. memory right now. Josh Allen. He doesn't seem like no, he, some guys relish it. Right. He doesn't seem like he minds it. Sure. I don't remember seeing Tom Brady acting like. He was miserable. Even if he was miserable, you got to act like, oh, I want to play in this. Yeah, I, I, you're right. Troy Aikman was one that hated playing in bad weather. Yeah, and admitted it. I mean, he's another one, but he, you know, he didn't play in Chicago. He played in Dallas. But if you had a road game in bad weather, it was like, Eesh. yeah, you know, he always said throwing the ball when it was freezing out or in, hated it. So. Yeah, I, I, I don't like when these cold weather cities put domes on their stadiums. Where do you stand on baseball? Don't like it there either. So you you prefer them to play through the rain and the game be a little sloppy? Because I don't like that. It's a weird yeah, thing. Like like, that. No, I don't like bad weather baseball games. You're right. That's weird. Yeah. Well, because I, I feel like baseball is supposed to be played in nice weather. Yes. Good conditions. Football is supposed to be whatever it is, you know? Yeah, I think probably in cold weather cities, do, baseball domes make sense. Because otherwise, like the first half of the part of the season, the last part of the season, places like Minnesota – where do you think that you think it's possible? I think opening day is March thirtieth. Hey, just oh, oh, you ruined your blue card. Jerry, you spilled I just coffee spilled on coffee it. You on fool. my blue card with my sports information. On oh it. my gosh! Where do you think the twin season opener is this year? <laughs> uh, they're going to open in Seattle, Jerry. That's funny you say that. They were supposed to open in Seattle in twenty twenty two, so they kick off. This is hilarious. This doesn't make any sense. The twin. We're the twins. Uh, let's see. So they will play in Kansas City. 
Kansas City, March 30th? It's going to be a little chilly also. That's brutal. Then they play three games in Miami. That makes sense. First couple of days in April. And then they're at Target Field. That's where that whole uh, Mike Pelfrey licking his hands came from. The Mets uh, opened the season in Cincinnati. Yeah. It was freezing. Yeah, I can imagine. Cloudy. Yeah. And he's out there having to lick his hands in order to, <laughs> in order to keep that ball from not slipping out of it. Yeah. And he started freaking out, licking, 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 and it sent him off on a whole season of licking balls. Yes, and he licked a lot of balls. He um, sure did. So th- this is what makes no sense to me about the baseball schedule. Yeah. You start in Kansas City on March 30th. Why? Yeah, why are we doing this? Then you're in Miami. Great. That sounds lovely. Then they have the Astros coming to Minnesota. Play those games in Houston. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. So, I don't know. I, the, to me, the baseball schedule should be better. I agree. It should be in better weather. And if you got to be inside, you're inside. But only in cold weather cities. But not football. Correct. In sad baseball news, Jerry, we lost Mr. Tim McCarver. Yeah, this was this was sad. He was a, 81 years old. Yep. Uh, as a lover of the 86 Mets, Jerry, he was my main man. I got it. Tim McCarver. Uh, he was back when the Mets were on WOR, right? Yeah, him and Ralph Kiner were him the Ralph analysts. Ralph Kiner, right. Absolutely. Right. And it's listening to a lot of people talk about him and the pairing with Kiner and how special they were. All I think about is Darling and Hernandez now because that's like our version of them at this point. Right. Very good repertoire, as they mm-hmm. say. Um, they work well together. Easy listen. Like, that's, they were. And then I even remember what, the first time I, that I saw that Tim McGar- McCarver was doing national games. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, that's our Met guy. Yeah. Got a promotion. And very much like Buck and Aikman, Buck and McCarver had the feel of a big game in baseball. Yeah. No offense to Joe Davis. He's good. He's It's not Buck and McCarver. It's just, it's just not. It's a classic, Jerry. Were you a... I'm always interested in this because I never minded this guy, but I felt like he got destroyed in the media and by the fans. You a Fran Healy fan? I don't know who that is. Heard the name. No idea Eddie, help who me. that is. I can't help you. You don't know him either. Oh, no. I, I was you can't a help fan. him, you're saying. I can't help you with Al. Yeah, I like Fran. amazing. You, I, you're a Met fan. You just told me about your guys listening to them. Yeah, Tim Fran McCarver. Fran Healy, Sports Channel, Mets. Nope. I'm and he had that baseball guy. show that ran for years that used, yeah. used to run during rain delays and stuff. And I think actually still did it up to a few years ago. Mm-hmm. He had some sort of a show. You never heard of Fran Healy? It's not ringing a bell. <laughs> Nor a sports channel, to be honest with you. Sports channel? Come I've on. Heard of it. That's where the Met games were. I think. Did you t- watch anything? I did. WOR, Jerry. I'm old school. I put a oh big ass God. antenna on my roof and I settled in for some Mets games. Tell me when the Mets went to sports channel. Because I, I, I may have, uh, I may have take eighty eight, maybe eighty eight. I'm trying to find. I want to get the years he did. So he joined the Mets. I mean, this is right up your. <laughs> I know. This is what I don't understand. I, yeah. I'm so, and I, I, I can't comprehend this. Right. I love you like a brother. Thank I do. You. But God, I can't stand you sometimes. This would be a. You those. just said mm-hmm. McCarver and Kiner were your guys. I McCarver did say that. was your guy. Yes. Correct. In the booth was Fran Healy with them. What booth? I know Tim McCarver, Jerry, and I know Ralph Kiner. You ever hear at Kiner's Corner? Because that's where I lived growing up, right on the corner. You did. You do like Hernandez and Darling, right? I do like those. Have guys. you heard of Gary Cohen? Yes, he's with them. Oh my God. Gary Keith and Ron. Wow, All you're right. telling me there were three dudes in that booth: Ralph Kiner, 
Not Tim every game, but a lot of and games. And Fran Healy. He did. Oh, he must is, not have been very this good. This is even worse than I thought. He must not have been very good. I don't even remember him. Did not leave an impression on my brain. 20 yeah. years he did. Actually, 21. 84 to 2005 he did Met games. 84? So I should have been here. I should have been hearing that. 84 mm-hmm. to 2005. I did take a break for a number of years. Oh, my God. He did Mets inside pitch. Halls of Fame is the show you're talking about, Eddie. Wow. Okay. Did he have a cool thing like Kiner's Corner? Because that would help me remember I just said him. he did. <laughs> oh, my God. Did Halls of Fame and Mets inside pitch. Oh, okay. No, it was not. Wasn't Kiner's Corner was phenomenal because it was on right after the game. You know, when the games ended, he had his little studio there. That was different. Oh, wow. Sorry, you know Fran. What? I didn't actually think that you could have my jaw drop anymore. And here we are. Jaw. We're dropping jaws here on a Friday on the fan. It, it's a jaw-dropping were Friday. You, were you one of those Fran Healy killers, Eddie? Or did you I liked him. I liked him. Yeah, so did I. I Seemed never like understood why nice people fella. beat him up. I thought, yeah, I thought he, I always thought he was pretty good. I loved him. You never heard of him. If I had a pick, though, one of the sides. You've heard of Bob Murphy, I hope? Yes. But I don't, honestly, I don't remember him, only from the jokes that everyone made of Bob Murphy. Who made jokes game. about Bob like Murphy? Jay Moore used to do impressions of Bob Murphy. What, because last Anthony. year he was sick and he wasn't very yeah. good at the That's end. That's the only thing I even knew about Bob Murphy. When I, I, uh, when I went to Indiana in 1992, I think I stopped watching. Uh, That's fine. What about 84 to 92? <laughs> That I don't. That I can't give you it's an, an eight-year window, and I right was, in your wheelhouse. That was definitely Jerry. I watched every. No, no, Met you game. didn't. I did. You couldn't know. He didn't make an impression. I guess he wasn't very good. But it's one thing to not make an impression. It's another thing to say you never heard of him. Yeah, this is a weird one. I'll be honest with you. This does not sound great. Damn. On this Friday. That was such an innocent question, too. Yeah, I should have faked it. I just wanted. You couldn't have. Fake, fake, fake. All right, five fifty-two. Mm. When we come back, we're going to see if uh, Al's ever heard of Pat Summerall. Oh, he was terrific. Oh, he was terrific. Right, exactly. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll wrap things up. We'll get you Boomer and Geo at 6. Right now on Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on a big arrival in the desert last night. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. 557. Devils lost last night. You got nothing tonight aside from the Rising Stars game in terms of the NBA because that uh, they're off for about a week. Is it, man? By the way, Maryland beat Purdue last night. Is that right? Is that big? It, yeah, it was. It was pretty big, actually. I see uh, Travis Kelsey's going to host Saturday Night Live, Jerry. I saw they told Jimmy Fallon that. March 4th. Yep. That's in uh, like two weeks. March 4th is in two weeks? Well, today's the 17th, so Damn. yeah, it's in two weeks. Two weeks Damn. from Saturday. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Who's the musical guest? Blur. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I have sure. no idea. They're going to come out and do song two. I don't know. Brian Dayball hired his son. Yes, I mentioned that earlier. Why isn't my dad a head coach? I'd like to be something on one of these staffs. Well, if you would have followed in your dad's footsteps, he could have hired you at Delta. This is not the same, Jerry. Why I not? A head coaching job. Of course it's the same thing. You follow in your dad's footsteps. Instead, uh, you took a left turn and have no idea who Fran Healy is. I, I guess it is, uh, he was a student coach at Penn State for the last three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not hired as the offensive coordinator. He's got a, Are you sure? a low, low He's got an assistant coaching and job. And he'll work his way up. Yes, of course. Like Belichick's son. Right. 
And, I, and I'm pretty sure Zimmer did it in Minnesota, too, with his son. I did not see this son at the airport with Brian. They Gable. all do it. I, that's what I was telling him. I never got any. Incesticide. It's incesticide. <laughs> Stop. It's the league. It's, yeah. it's not a big deal. That's all. Yeah, they weren't making a big deal out of it. I did find it odd when Bill Belichick, because Bill Belichick and his son don't. They, he they don't like, look alike either. Yeah. Like, you know, they go, the apple didn't fall far from, this apple fell far <laughs> from the tree. And he looks so weird even being a coach. He's got a mullet. It's like the whole thing is a mess. I know. It's different. <laughs> such an idiot. But maybe you learn, right, Jay? Maybe you learn. Well, that's what they're there for. They're, get, these, all these guys are football lifers. Yeah. You know? Hey, oh. You get to spend some time with your son, Jerry. You could yell at him. Do you think you'd, like, if you were on the staff, yeah. would you be extra nice to the son? No, I think you're probably harder on him. No, no, you, if you're, like, on the staff. Like, you feel like you got to tiptoe around him because he's the coach's son? Or I think there could be that aspect to some of the lower-level coaches, yes. Yeah. I don't think Kafka and Martindale have to worry about that. <laughs> and, think- I, and I think Dable will be tough on his son. I would think so, too. So you don't think Kafka's got to tiptoe around uh no, What's this I, name? I don't think so. Uh, Dable. Christian. Christian Dable. Christian Dable. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Probably not. And but, I mean, right. what are we talking about? WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.